This episode was recorded back in January, so much of the information is very outdated, especially pertaining to three houses. We're working on a new episode right now that will be a bit more current, so please stay tuned for that. Thank you to Alex, Cody, Isaac, Spino, and Victor for donating to us on Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can support us on Patreon by checking the link in the description. And welcome back to episode 36 of Emblemcast. I'm your host, Devin, and uh, before we start this episode, I do want to say really quickly, so this episode was originally going to be, actually, <laughs> the Path of Radiance retrospective, like, fucking a year and a half coming or something Honestly, like that. Honestly, probably more than a year and a half at this point. Yeah, I th- no, I think it's a year and a half. And I-, I was thinking about it the other day, just where I, w- I-, I remember I was still in high school then anyway (laughs) it doesn't matter darren wanted to do some extra research for the episode so he went diving deep into the hole of ike ranolf uh yaoi Mm -hmm. yeah the the fire emblem rule 34 subreddit which does exist he he dug too deep and uh destroyed his entire computer so (laughs) yep which happens to the best of us you know every now and then just yeah and gwim's dead like gwim's been dead for a, a long time i think Sheffin killed him yeah, Wasn't he at GDQ, know. like, two weeks ago, though? Nah, uh, that wasn't him, you see. That, uh, that it, 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 it's me, it's it's actually me faking being Glim. That's wow. pretty impressive, <laughs> honestly. You don't look much like him, that's yeah. really... Are you, are you going for a full, like, authoritarian takeover of the, uh... Of mod ship in the uh, <laughs> the yeah. subreddit. You know, it's just, first it's Glim, and the rest just the rest of the staff, and then it's just all gonna be Shep. Do you yeah, ever have yeah. mod chat meetings where you just talk to yourself using different accounts? Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it gets really hard signing in and out. The, the hell do you think having a blind Coco? <laughs> yeah, you know, he he wanted out of the basement, and he can't leave. Even Don Don couldn't, he couldn't no. escape. No, you can't. It's a one-way door. Mecha, Mecha Chef is coming for you. Oh, that's, anyway. that's implying I, Mecha isn't already. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! So that's you on all the I'm as impressed as I am terrified. <laughs> yeah. You you only you've only seen Mecha's hands. Wait, know? so if if that's you're true. Mecha and Don Don, do you just like do different voices for all of their collaborations? Oh yeah, it gets it gets it's real hard on the throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd imagine. Yeah, I would explain why Don Don's upload schedule is kind of he, he also yeah he also yeah. when when he when he when he plays Mecha he he switches to like a really shitty mic too. Yeah yeah. yeah. He has two separate mics. So he just turns on and off. That's when. That's how he knows yeah. when to switch. You know, switch character. You know. I can't believe yeah. you'd put so much effort into that facade and then just casually reveal it on Apple <laughs> You know, it's. You guys just really open. You think me up this sometimes. wasn't? Yeah, you think this wasn't already a part of his plan? We. Oh, that's actually the entire point of this podcast. He's telling us because he knows that we'll be dead soon. <laughs> before the before the episode comes out, check. Does that mean closer. I need to lock my door? Wait, wait, wait! But what if what if Chris has been controlling Chef in this whole time? Damn, the that'd be a twist, wouldn't it? I'll get a yeah. message out in the middle of the episode. Chef will be talking to himself, and then I'll just cut in like, "Help! We are being held at this address against our Chris, will." Chris is our Chris well, is let's our make Junko it Nayar Jima. <laughs> anyway, so this is Emblemcast. Uh, yeah, so next episode hopefully hopefully should be the Path of Radiance episode. Um, Darren's computer did crash. May or may or may not be due to porn-related reasons, but uh, 
Hopefully the we'll have one know. again soon. Yeah, the world may never know. Anyway, um, so we're going to talk about games and all that stuff now that we've been playing. Uh, do you guys Devin, want me to go first? I have a magical sense that you actually have a lot to talk about. Am I correct? I know. It's almost as if this is the second time we're recording this. Whoa, but, uh, spoilers! <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. I know. That's a fourth wall right there, and you're breaking That's it. I'm going to have to ask you to stop. That I, wall okay. doesn't like to be messed with. It has, it has feelings, you know. We're a very mm. professional outfit, Devin. We don't need to do two takes. That's true. We do it all in one time. One hitter quitter. <laughs> That's not really related to this. It's yeah, definitely I, I mean, related. I don't know what you're talking about. Speak speak for yourself there, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you met Devin? True. So, Devin, what games have you been playing? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, as, as I might have talked about in a previous take that doesn't exist, uh, I just beat, actually, hours before recording this, I beat uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, which is probably in like my top 10 favorite games of, of all time now. Definitely my favorite game of of 2018. Um, so and I that's beat... the game where you fight the zombie communists? That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, that's the DLC for the original game. You, you, there's like the weird zombie mode. I, I actually haven't played the original. But um, anyway, for those of you who don't know, uh, Red Dead in Red Dead two there are six chapters in a, a two-part epilogue and the epilogue is kind of self-contained um the narrative really ends in in the the at the end of the sixth chapter and the epilogue works as sort of a gateway between the original game and the sequel and the sequel is a prequel to the original game it's confusing but it's it all makes sense when you play it but uh so there there are a lot a lot a lot of problems with red dead 2 which you probably wouldn't expect me to say. Yeah, I was I actually kind of surprised. My... Figuring to yeah, sing its praises and then say there's a ton of problems with it. No, there's a ton of problems. Uh, the cover I'm system is broken. I'm not surprised you're a Fire Emblem fan. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. We do have a it. skill for complaining about things. That is true. The cover system is broken. The shooting feels like it's from, like, 2006. Uh, I mean, uh, those, those are the really... Really, the two big problems. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this, especially on shooting, that would be a significant problem since a lot of the gameplay, or at least enough of the gameplay, is revolved around gunplay. Most of the gameplay. At, I mean, most of the story missions at the end of the day, like, I don't think this is a spoiler saying, most story missions end in a shootout. So, it's yeah. a most of the gameplay game. is something that you don't like, but you like the game? Is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, this, this game... Because, like, I actually kind of get that. Like, you know, sometimes yeah. the moment-to-moment -moment isn't fun, but the whole picture is great. I mean, that's, like, why people like Fallout. Well, so my... Okay, for for a long time, ever since I played this game and figured it come out, 2013, 2012, uh, I always called The Last of Us one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I, for a long time, have, have said it has the best narrative I've ever seen in a video game. That is no longer true after playing Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2, by far... Oh, I don't want to say by far, because The Last of Us is, is still a, a great piece of storytelling, but Red Dead 2 has a stellar narrative. Um, I, I see this game as more of a, honestly, more of a really high-quality, like, HBO TV show <laughs> with some <laughs> anything else. gameplay thrown in? Yeah, with a little bit of shooting that's not great. I mean, if you've played a Rockstar game, you know how the shooting goes in this game. Like, it's, it's really kind of... 
So you'd say it's very, know. very similar to GTA. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're on the same it's, engine. It's almost, it, it is on the same engine. It's almost identical. The only big difference to the shooting between this game and GTA is that uh, with this game, you have to hit the, the fire button, R2 in my case, because I was playing on PS4. Uh, you have to hit R2 twice because, you know, they're, they're older weapons. The game takes place in 1899, so you have to shoot the gun, then cock it. Uh, that, that's basically the only difference. So, I, I mean, if you play GTA, the shooting is not why people play that game. <laughs> yeah, Just, yeah, that's fair. And the shooting has sadly not improved since then. Um, whatever Rockstar does for their next project, probably GTA 6, I would really like to see some uh, some improvements on the control. Uh, the game still uses the, you know, the, the old Rockstar thing, starting with GTA 3, where you tap the X button a million times to run. Yeah, I, don't, is, I honestly don't like that, because it's kind of annoying to have nah, to button I, I mash don't like just it. to run at your max speed. Mm -hmm. I switched it to, uh, I switched it to hitting L3 to run, which is more like a normal game, but, I mean, if you've played a Rockstar game, you, you know those, the characters really kind of control weirdly, it's almost like the original Resident Evil games, like, they, they kind of control like a tank, they're really heavy and uh about half the game i'd say you're on your horse and when you're on your horse you still have to tap x even if you change it but the the storytelling the characters it it is all just to a degree that i've never seen in a video game i i was really impressed in the beginning but i was like okay th this story it's starting off really well but people say shit gets real and i i want to see if things change and it slowly builds up to that and to the point where i was like all right, something's got to happen now. It, it happens. <laughs> and people, I know Donkey kind of famously complains. If you don't know Donkey, then you're probably not listening to this podcast. But... <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he complained about the last two chapters of the game. Chapter 5 uh, is weird. It, it's, it is strange, but from a narrative purpose, it serves really an important purpose. And Chapter 6 is probably my favorite chapter in the game. Um... The biggest complaint there is that by chapter six, you've really kind of explored the whole world, and each chapter sort of takes place in a, a different chunk of the map, so a lot of the, the missions are pretty close to each other. Chapter six still has its own ch like chunk of the map, but you're like there are points where you have one mission, then you're basically riding the entire like width of the map to get to the next one, which can be a little frustrating. But I, I don't know. I mean, the, the storytelling is it's it's just so good. These these characters are they're gonna stick stick with me for a really long time. And Arthur Morgan, the protagonist of this game, um, Arthur Morgan is the best protagonist I've ever seen in a video game. Bar none. Yeah. No. He. I have not felt like an emotional connection with video game character like I really have with Arthur Morgan, and I was surprised because I wasn't like. The other central character of this game is Dutch Vanderlyn, who is uh, a main character in the sequel slash prequel, Red Dead Redemption 1. Um, and I was originally a lot more interested in, in his character, because the story does kind of focus on Dutch is the leader of this gang, and you're, you're sort of figuring out, is he crazy? Is he a good guy? I don't want to say anything more than that, and I, I don't think that's spoiling too much, but Arthur ends up being a super memorable character and I, I am I'm really excited to go through the epilogue I've heard it's a little bit slow but I do want to wrap this last bit of the story up and Red Dead Redemption 2 it has its faults with its gameplay and its mission structures but 
I highly, highly recommend this game. Uh, it runs really well on PS4. I was originally holding out until it came out on PC, but we, I mean, for all we know, that day will never come. It may or may not. The original game didn't come out on PC, but... Or it'll have, like, an unplayably awful port. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't see that. Rockstar usually does decent. Well, the GTA 4 port was really bad, but the GTA 5 port was good. I don't know. I mean, I'd say just pick this game up now. Uh, if this game comes out on PC, honestly, I'd see myself picking it up again just so I could see what it looks like on in 60 FPS. But the, the game plays really well on PS4. And I'm not playing on a pro. I'm playing on the original. So I highly, highly, highly recommend this game. Um... You guys all know if you listen to this podcast that I'm I'm a story guy and I'm really hard on Fire Emblem for its storytelling, but this game in terms of its narrative is a masterpiece. Now the other game I want to talk about uh is Slay the Spire. You guys heard of that? Uh, the name like sounds familiar, but I don't know if it? I know much about it. Yeah, so Slay the Spire is like Okay, do do you guys know who Northern Lion is? NL, he's he's a YouTuber. Um one of, one of my favorites. Anyway, he, he describes the game as Hearthstone meets Darkest Dungeon, and I don't wow. really have a, have a better way to put it. So it's a huh. single-player single card deck-building game, but it's also a roguelike. So there, there are three characters, and uh, every time you play, those three characters start with the same hand. And there's, there's three sort of layers to the spire. Uh, and you're climbing up the spire, and uh, there's... I can't remember how many floors on each spire. Anyway, but uh, so you fight enemies. Every time you fight an enemy, you get gold, and you you can choose one of three cards to add to your deck. And um, you are working towards fighting a boss at the end of each layer of the spire. And every so often, you'll come across a campfire where you can either rest to thirty percent of your max HP, or, sing or your you campfire can... song song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Surprising. No, or, to that. True, true. Or you can upgrade one of your cards. So it, it it's really interesting. There are three characters. They play really, really differently. Um, they sort of... The, the three characters right now are based off of your kind of basic RPG, you know, warrior, rogue, wizard type characters. But uh, there are a couple different, you know, sort of meta decks for those characters. And it, it the game is like... I don't know. I've had it for like a week, and I've put almost let's let's let me look at my Steam really quickly. Yeah, I've put 16 hours into this game oh, wow. in a week. I mean, it's it's really really good. Um, the game is it's 16 dollars right now. I got it for about 14 because uh, I bought it on the Humble Bundle Humble Store. Is this the other one you beat? Yeah, yeah. So I beat the game with all three characters, but once you beat the game, uh, which is already like reasonably difficult, once you beat the game, you unlock something called Ascension Level, and it goes from 0 to 20. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm working on doing all the Ascension Levels, but I have beaten the game as all three characters. Saw the credits roll, but if you like Hearthstone, if you like Magic, if you like roguelikes like me... If you listen to this podcast, you probably know The Binding of Isaac is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I really recommend this game. It actually, it's it's leaving early access on, God, sometime this week. I think it's this Friday or something like that, and the game's going to go up a few bucks. So I say, buy the game when you can. You will not regret it. Uh, it's, God damn it, it's you really just good. made it so I have to edit it by this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you just put an editing deadline on them like that. True. Yeah. I guess I did. 
Okay. Um, well, it'll be even you know, guys, funnier when uh, we don't make it. Path of Radiance is going to go up in price, so Devin has to finish playing it in the next uh, two days. You know? <laughs> oh, wow. That's an even stricter oh, deadline. I mean, at this point, we're waiting for Darren. But... So you finished yeah. the game then? No, I, I, I mean, yeah. Darren. Anything else, can. Devin, that you want to talk about? Or are you done? Chef's going to kill all of us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all meaningless anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've been playing Smash. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, never saw I, I that guess, one coming. I, yeah, I don't think we've recorded since Smash came out. So I, I mean, honestly, you guys all want to share our thoughts on Smash quickly? It's fun. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's it's real good. <laughs> Probably my favorite Smash. But well, I can yeah, definitely I mean, tell they put a lot of love and care into trying to make this appeal to as many Smash players and even non-Smash players as possible. I mean, you've mm -hmm. even got a lot of big names from Melee coming in to play this game, and like that. Yeah, is Leffen a, and Armada and stuff. I'm pretty sure all like all of the original five gods. I think at least have at least played at a tournament before. I, I think. Know. I know. So I was like, watching. I know Hbox has played Mewtwo King, but he like, plays like everything. Oh, yeah, that's everyone but Mango, basically. Yeah. Well, Ma no, Mango's still been streaming it. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna compete because. He's one of those melee guys. Uh, right. After but I mean, yeah, even still, like, like getting getting someone like Hbox, who, to the best of my knowledge, hasn't played another Smash game besides melee because he plays Jigglypuff, no, and Jigglypuff was trash in Brawl and Smash 4. So he, like, didn't really play those. But So seeing, like, some of those ridiculously good melee players coming over, even if it's, like, just a temporary thing, like, mm -hmm. that's still really cool. Well, Hbox has said on Twitter, if he doesn't play this game competitively, he wants to start going into commentating and commentating this. That'd game. be really cool. So I, I, that that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. I so a couple days ago, uh, I'm not going to be more specific than that, so we don't <laughs> date things too much. I was watching a uh, glitch six, which is one of the. I mean, there's been a couple majors for Smash Ultimate now. Um. But it's the last major before the big super major, as they call it, Genesis 6, which is February 1st through the 3rd. Uh, the VG Bootcamp, which is the like basically where all the Smash tournaments are streamed, at its peak it had over 60,000 viewers, and uh, Zero, who restreams it and adds his own commentary, his had over 20,000 viewers. So for what is not even like a big tournament, but not like the biggest tournament. We, you know, still were... pulling like really good viewers. Yeah, about eighty thousand viewers. Uh, for Genesis, I would not be surprised if you get to hundred k, something like that. I mean, this game, I have never seen numbers like this for a, a Smash game before. Yeah, for Smash uh, game. This, right. this game's huge, and it's it's great. And I think in terms of the meta, like I've never seen this before with previous Smash games. It. Tell me if you guys agree. It feels like every single week you see different top pro players, whoever they are. It seems like there's new and different characters that people are saying top tiers every yeah. week. And yeah, we're I see that a lot. Well, I mean, we're it's almost a new two game. That, that always it happens, is a new game, but, it, but but at this point in Smash 4's lifespan, I mean, I'm pretty sure people knew like Rosa and you know Diddy, Sheik and Diddy were all Ooh, top tier yeah. picks, right? Because yeah. I feel like the meta, I mean, I think in part, in part, it's in part because, like, the cast has over 70 playable characters, which just but means also, that... also, like, everyone's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like... I mean, I can't think of anyone in particular who's just, like, unplayably bad. I think they yeah, went a to Mac a lot Kirby, of but... care to... Yeah, which is unfortunate. But, like, that's that's one out of, like, 
70 what? 75? 76? 74? I mean, even still, mm-hmm. one out of 74 that's in, like, a really rough state, that's really good. Especially at launch, too. Yep. And, I mean, it's a game that's going to get balanced eventually, I assume. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that could change six months from now. Yeah, I would also not be surprised. Uh, I don't think this is a super hot take or anything, but once, you know, the the five fighters come out this year, I would not be surprised if, you know, we continue to get more DLC for this game. I, I think Nintendo wants to support this for the long haul, and yeah. I am... I, I feel yeah, like I'm they do really want this that. to be, like, the last Smash, at least for a significant amount of time. Well, certainly on the I Switch. I will say, and I think the game is better for it, but just on a personal note, I was looking forward to playing Name Tier Pichu to, like just like have fun right yeah, and now pichu's good pichu and yeah and now pichu's like yeah. actually but he's like actually really good yeah so like i've still been playing him but it's not the same they embrace the uh, meme a little too much yeah no i mean smash ultimate's great uh the wi-fi is not fantastic but i will say at least in my experience it is 20 times better than the wii u's wi-fi I had unplayable lag stutters in the Wii U's Wi-Fi, uh, like for glory and stuff. And I mean, quick play can still be spotty sometimes, but like I've been playing it. <laughs> I did not play for glory because the connection was unplayable for me. Right. It definitely needs a tune-up in the way it works. Like, yeah. All the arena mechanics, like how you get bumped out of line and you can't like change your character and shit. That is annoying. Like you can't spectate a match if you like join the arena halfway which right. means that mm-hmm. no one's ever going to spectate, so you just have to stare at the arena screen instead of watching the game that's ending. There's problems, and with as big as Smash is, and, you know, how Nintendo's, at, you know, they're charging for online now and whatever, I, it'd be really, really nice to get dedicated servers. Smash would be the game to do it for. Yeah, I mean, like, definitely. Well, Mario I mean, Kart and, and Splatoon, I think, but... have dedicated servers. Yeah, I know fighting games are always peer-to-peer, but, it, but it's Smash. Like... I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, I think there's more input lag if you do dedicated servers. Really? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a netcode expert, but like, that's that's true. On on a on a one to one, yeah, you get more lag, but when okay. you get when you when there's more than one. Okay. Interesting. But they definitely need to beef up the infrastructure. And, and that's yeah. stuff that they can all work on as they get the game into a reasonable state to start doing that. So, uh, I think we'll probably start seeing Wii U, before too long. Free, so. Before we move on, who do you guys want to see that's not in for DLC? Like, I'm good, honestly. I, I, honest to God, don't think they can top Joker for me. Like, I can't think of a single character they could add to Smash that would have me more hype than Joker. And that's the yeah. first fucking reveal. Like, I don't, I don't know what they could do. For at least for me, anyway. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a laundry list of characters that people want to see in Smash, but like, the majority of those are like from games I haven't played and I don't care as much about as I do Persona Five. So, uh, Sora, duh. I haven't played it, so. I mean, now yeah, that Joker's I, I don't in, see Sora, Sora has been on exactly as many Nintendo consoles as. Oh no, Sora's actually been on like handhelds, so he's actually better than Joker in that respect. I guess I don't. Um, hey, Joker's got like Joker's in Q2. That counts. I mean, okay. it it looks like the new. I mean, we we did a couple weeks ago. We know a new Persona Five, like whatever. I don't remember what it's called. Persona Five R. Yeah. Think. Well, all we know about it is that they announced that they're announcing something in March. And that's okay. really it. Well, it's but we. I mean, from what it looks like, it's gonna be on Switch. I mean, that, I that hope game. So. That was a PS3 game. Like, 
I, I know everyone it. played it on PS4, but that was a PS3 game. It came well, out probably, on yeah, PS3. Well, I mean, that's it was originally it was designed for yeah. PS3. It was in development yeah. for so long that it was yeah. a PS3 game. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, that's not me shitting on the game. The game looks like, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm going to talk about it, but yeah. Yeah, the Switch can run it. Um, that honestly, I've been really wanting to go back to Persona Five, but after that Persona Five R announcement and it possibly coming out on Switch, the idea of playing that game like in bed or you know taking a shit <laughs> sounds too good to me. <laughs> so, Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, if you don't use your Switch for that, hey. I don't know what you're doing because that is. Well, that for is, the record, that uh, is I have found gift. out that that is possible on the PS4. I was. Um, I mean, you can do. It I was doing. I was play. doing grinding away from my TV in my room, uh, like a floor above my TV, by just hitting buttons. So I mean, yeah, you can. It's harder. You, you can. You can still do it. Damn. All right. Do you want to talk about Persona Five then? Oh boy, do I want to talk segue. about Persona Five. All right. So yeah, segue. I uh, because of all the talk about Joker and. Um, whatever P5R is going to end up being, I went back and I played uh, a lot of Persona 5 over winter break. I went through almost an entire playthrough's worth of the game. That's your I second went, playthrough, right? I, on my third right now. I was at, third when game. I, um, when I stopped playing it last, I was at like the very end of my second playthrough. I was in the last palace of my second playthrough. And right Makoto's now, Makoto's still best girl for you? A uh, duh. Okay. That's never changing. But, um, and now I'm on the sixth palace of my third playthrough, but I've been doing a bunch of other extra stuff, trying to clean up a few achievements and some other things I wanted to do, like um, fighting the uh, secret boss and the new game plus, which is what I'm preparing to try and do right now. Oh, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, without spoiling it, it follows the same trends as Persona 3 and 4's secret boss. So if mm. you know what those are, you're not going to be surprised by who it is in 5. So I have not played. Right? Yes. How'd you know? Genius. Can we? So can we agree? Music. Chef's gonna get real mad at me for saying this, but can oh, we agree man. that Persona Five is better than Xenoblade? Wow. Yeah. You trash. Yeah. I, I will gladly agree to that. Okay. Because I have a huge Persona Five bias. Like I would probably put it as one of my like top five games, honestly. I, I I'm on the I third palace, and I'm on the third palace, which I played in like right when the game came out, I would label that as one of the best RPGs I've ever played. Like, that, I mean, I've I've played a good amount of Persona 4, but that game, I know a lot of people have a soft spot for Persona 4, but in terms of mechanic and story, mechanically and storytelling wise, for me, that game blows, like, Persona 4 Mechan out of the water. Mechanically? Because I went, I, pl I played Persona 5, I'm not beating it, obviously, and I mm. went back and I've played about the first half of the, um, of Persona 4, not Golden, yeah, because that's I about can't what emulate I it. So to be fair, I know a lot of my like quality of life stuff that I would like had to have sorted out in four. Some of it is solved in Golden, but still playing the original four after having played five was really rough because there's a lot of yeah. like quality of life stuff I took it that I took for granted, like being able to change your party members on the fly and your party members getting EXP in the back. This is something that just seems like a no-brainer for me for an RPG, but Persona Four doesn't have either of those. Which I mean, one of, the, unlike, one of the big things for that game is you, you have these really well-designed dungeons, the palaces in Persona oh, 5, yeah. and you have the, like, almost mystery dungeon-esque, like, dungeons of Persona 4, which right. I, I get it. Like, there's a certain crowd for that thing. I enjoy that kind of thing, but, right. I, I mean... But, I mean, I like, it's, it's prefer, really hard like, to stand up to just, like, the, the spectacles that they make of each of the palaces in 5 to compare well, to 4. Well, yeah, it almost every feels a bit unfair, All because you... I can, you can tell that a lot of 
care and everything and everything was made into the aesthetics and the layouts of the palaces and how they reflect the person yeah, to whom they belong. But I mean there's actual narrative <laughs> and stuff like in the palaces. Every every so often you'll get a, a scene with, you know, the character that the dungeons are corresponding with and for Alright, well, let's continue this while old Devin's dead. Oh, so, Husser, what have you been playing? Well, I, uh, honestly, I haven't been able to play that much. I played a lot of Smash, obviously. Um, I actually beat World of Light, which I initially did not think I was going to do. But I decided that I wanted... Uh, I basically looked up like what it got for you, and I saw that you could change the menu music. And I saw that they had the coin launcher theme from Brawl as an option for the menu music, and I just had to have that. So I went back in. When I first started playing World of Light, I was like kind okay. of really annoyed because it just felt boring and long. And yeah, that's fair. All sorts of stuff. But I went back in. I kind of had a new mindset. Like I, I was thinking of it more as the event mode than as a replacement for the subspace emissary. Right. And I started getting more Ooh. stickers. I mean spirits. Hey, sorry. I'm back. Um, that's great. Fuck off. And <laughs> <laughs> I started getting more spirits. I started getting enough combinations that I could sort of offset the gimmicks if I felt like it, and I could just kind of roll through shit. And it, the hard ones, instead of just being, like, impossible, I have to come back later, they started to become, like, how do I cheese the AI to win this? Yeah, there's a lot of those where, puzzle. like, my strategies were just, like, yeah. how can I make the AI do light? something stupid? I am talking yes. about World of Light. Uh, yeah. See, I played, like, an hour of that and stopped. See, yeah. I did I, that, uh, too. I forced myself to 100% World of Light. Let me tell you, it's Damn. Jesus. That doesn't even do anything for you, Did you enjoy nope. the World of Dark? Nope. Spoilers. Sure didn't. I, it it I, just I, felt like I, a I slog do. sometimes, honestly, especially when it got to, um, spoiler alert, the final battle has its own map. That one was just like, I was, I was yeah. already at the point where I'm like, I just want this to be over, I just want to be done, I just want to see that 100% and just be good, and then it's just like, yeah, you got like 50, 60 more battles, have fun. And I'm like, I just I won't. looked up the Thanks. boss fights on I YouTube, mean, fair, and I was like, alright, I'm good. If you're not 100%ing, it's way less than that. It's like, yeah, maybe yeah, if you're not 100%ing, yeah, it's yeah, way easier to do it. You can draw, yeah. Of for a, but now, but now Keegan can battle all of his friends in spirit fights. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but like that's that's silly because spirits are pretty broken. Like they're so yeah, they're good. Dumb. The I right mean, combination of spirits can just Smash be like 4. ridiculously dumb. So, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll let Keegan say when it's his turn, or I guess it already was his turn. But my my broken yeah, combo to get through the game was obviously high level but like in terms of what support i used to break it uh i used the giant mushroom and then uh, a killing edge which i uh switched wow, to fitting. i think a home run bat um are you a fire emblem fan i am yeah and it, it works <laughs> very well and um model zx has a secondary effect that makes transformations last longer oh yeah so Oh wait, no, I didn't use uh, Home Run Bat or uh, Killing Edge. I used, I used those for a while, but then I switched to Powered Up Smash Attacks, which combined with the skill tree meant that I could just fucking like destroy anything in 30 seconds before my <laughs> giantness ran out, which was fun. And if it was so hard that I couldn't do that, then I could always just go Kirby and like Kirby side them, and that worked. Yep, <laughs> yep. I did that with. I remember the boss in particular. My yes, entire strategy was Kirby really side. I went in, I don't know, and I'm pretty sure I won off of the AI doing something stupid, and I'm pretty sure I never pulled off the Kirby side. I'm pretty sure that uh, she just jumped off the map at some point trying to kill me, 
and I like footstooled her or something, and she died. It was really anticlimactic, but it was kind of funny. Yeah. Are you guys mating See, right now? Uh, Toon Link still, because when Smash Bros. Nice. came out, I switched from Toon Link to try out all the other characters, and it set me so far behind, and I have never recovered from that, kind of, honestly. Like, I've gotten better, but, like, relative to the people I play with, I'm still behind. Like, a lot of it is still because of that. More He's of it playing is Snake I... now, right? Uh, yeah, because Ganon, he doesn't like the sword. But... I mean, more of it is because he got really into it and I didn't. But, you know, still, I, I feel that loss. And I was, like, trying to fucking main Mewtwo before they buffed him to not be terrible. And, like, Oof. Greninja, when they were nerfing him every ten minutes. Like, I, I really yeah, didn't I to pick Yeah, I played Greninja at the beginning of Smash 4, too. Yeah, so now I'm just, I'm sticking with Toon Link. I'm also, I'm branching out, though. Uh, Pokemon Trainer was, like, my secondary in Brawl. Uh, so I re I'm really liking it, uh, again. Like, yeah, I he's great super useful counter pick and i love being able to like rack up the damage with squirtle and then switch to charizard to not die just to fuck with people ivysaur's the best one though ivysaur's great too but uh it doesn't fall into a pattern as easily i just kind of switch to it when i see an opportunity that's Plus, true bulbasaur best awful. canto starter anyway yes they fixed Fact. like all the other tether upbees but not ivysaur and yeah it's, it's fucking it's worse at hit detecting than it was in brawl <laughs> They so want Ivysaur that, to be suffering for some reason. Yeah. That really Chef means Crom because he's Ivy disgusting. Sword. Wow, hating on me and my boy Crom. I also, I also do play I... a lot of Pichu. Man. Not Pikachu because I'm not some tryhard, but. I've been. I, I was gonna say I've actually been trying to main Pikachu. Well, there you go. Uh, Devin's the tryhard. Mm -hmm. I just like him. I mean, he's good. I know he's good, but I don't play Pikachu off principle it's because fun. Pikachu bothers me. The other things I've been doing, Alolan I found uh, someone made a ROM hack of Super Mario Land that was in color, so I just played through that quickly. It was kind of fun. Um, Cute game. Really good music. Yeah, and it's even better in color. Right. And I've kind of been circuiting Pokemon, so like I, I don't know how much of it I have and haven't talked about on the show, but you know I've been replaying like Platinum and Black 1 and Black 2. You play Let's Go? I don't remember. If, I don't think we no. talked about that on the show. I really, I actually... I enjoyed that game. Wasn't I did not like, want to exchange money for it. You and I played it. I know. Yeah, I, I did play it. I liked it. I, I, it was I definitely it, yeah. different, and I really, really hope it stays a one-off thing, or at least its, it's own not. very <laughs> separate thing away from the main series, and that doesn't like all it doesn't affect the main series in any way. So I'm fine with it existing so long as it stays like just far enough away from everything else. Yeah, I was very, I very close to getting it, honestly, and then I read that Eevee can't evolve, and I was like, nope. Yeah, fuck that's. Me. I mean, you you can catch you can catch another Eevee. Yeah, you yeah. can yeah. catch another Eevee. You can but catch another Eevee, but you also don't have any of the fucking evolutions like Crobat and Espeon and Umbreon yeah. and all that shit. Yep. Like, if if I could have either caught a new Eevee to have an Umbreon or evolved the one, but I you had, have Meltan, I would have bought the game. Uh, yeah, like, dude, getting, getting Melmetal? Good luck with that, idiot. I, hey, I play Pokemon Go, so... See, I don't, so Melmetal's basically just locked away from me. <laughs> yeah, Which is a shame, because really I mythicals. actually kind of like Melmetal. He seems kind of cool, I wanted yeah, to have one to mess with, and, uh, and then I figured well, out how you evolve him, and I'm good. <laughs> Fun game, though. I mean, I enjoyed it. Looks like shit. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it. It looks like an upres Sun and Moon, which is probably what it was. Gen 8 better look better, but this is Pokemon Company we're talking about. So yeah. 
It might well, still look like a GameCube game, but whatever. <laughs> the animations and textures for the models that they've been using since X and Y are just fucking awful. Like, yeah. they made everyone with Levitate or a flying type have a flying animation that looks terrible so that they could do sky battles, which never came back anyway. Yep. And the, their textures are super washed out, and that they could fix without nearly as much effort, but they don't. I think it's funny how the best-looking Pokemon games were not even made by Game Freak, and they're the... Uh, no, no, well, yes, Pokemon. I, I was going to say, like, XD and Coliseum. The fucking stadium animations look better than the ones they use now. Like, it's yeah. it's shameful. And they're never going to fix it, because they made those to be, like, the ones that they use forever. We'll probably get a reveal of that soon, because it's usually March, if I remember. So, not too yeah, far off. should be. About that time of year again. And, uh, I think that's about yeah. it for me. What about you, Chef? I don't know. I'm not actually sure what I've been playing. <laughs> okay. You've been too uh, busy uh, focusing on world domination. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been I've been to the movies a lot since I've got. What eight. have you seen? Uh, oh yeah. Like, Wait. I sorry. Been... I actually have another thing. You reminded me. If you don't mind. Sure. So I saw the. Saw Spider Man. Yeah, I, I saw the animated Spider Man. Fantastic, uh, right? Yeah, it's a good and it like even if it had been a terrible movie, the visual style alone would have been great. And it's got all this like cell shading and crazy animation stuff. And he, like, spray paints. Gets really trippy at the end. Yeah. So, I remembered another cell-shaded thing about spray painting called Jet Set Radio. That oh, I man. have for the Dreamcast. Cause I'm oh, man. Because I'm ultimate hipster. Yeah. So, I, I played some of that again because it's super fun. And the music's great. And the visuals are cool. And uh, it's a great game. You should play it. I think it's on Steam for, like, two bucks. So. Yeah, I, I remember really buying it because I saw that it was, like, dirt cheap. Being cell shading, I've been really wanting this. This is very unrelated, but I've been really wanting to play Killer Seven recently, which I've never played. You guys are familiar with that I, game? I know what it is, but I've never played it. Suda Fifty One game. I've heard that dude before. No more. I've heard that dude's basically high all the time. <laughs> I mean, well, I think he's just like not normal in the head, but you know, that's the artist's temperament. Yeah, he made No More Heroes, which I'd like to play. I've never played those games. Okay, so so sorry, Chef. Uh, you're you're busy playing like games oh, as Quimpage yeah, and movies. Mecha and Don Don. You're and busy playing games <laughs> as movies. Were you watching Black Mirror, Bandersnatch? <laughs> no, but not. I've got uh, AMC A list to basically replace MoviePass that died. So I'm just. Oh how? Okay, I've been thinking about getting that. Would you recommend it? Because I loved MoviePass when it wasn't shit. I mean, if you see a movie every weekend, sure, yeah, works out. I try to. I mean, if I can, yeah. Oh, then there you go. But yeah, I'm just looking at my feed. And since yeah, I remember you told me you saw the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie, right? Yeah, so I've seen, just since December, I've seen Ralph Breaks the Internet, good movie. Widows, I, don't, I didn't think it was a good movie. Once Upon a Deadpool, it was basically, really? it was just Deadpool 2, but... PG thirteen. Like, it was PG thirteen. I was just like, mm. wow, yeah, that's uh, really worth it. The mule. And it has well, it has a weird new scenes that are like Princess Bride references because it's like Deadpool talking to Fred Savage in a bed. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I see that that part was kind of lost on me because I I've, I've never seen uh what was the Princess Bride. You've never seen that? Never seen. I it. mean, it's not one of my favorites, but it's it's definitely worth watching. After that, saw yeah. the saw the mule. That was a good movie. Aquaman. That was a great movie, I would say. Really? Oh, yeah. 
than I thought. stopped paying attention to those because they've been so universally horrible. I, I, mean, I, I've, I've I did go see Aquaman, like, and I uh, I thought it was like it felt like a pretty typical uh, superhero movie. I didn't think it was anything impressive, but I wasn't like insulted by it or anything. I heard it was like it was just it was bad. passable. I mean, I I sat there for like what like two hours. I didn't hate it. I just I wasn't like attached to it. It went about it how I expected it to. Particularly different. I guess that kind of answers my question. Yeah, no, it, it didn't. Uh, it, at least to me, it didn't really feel like it did much to deviate away from like your typical superhero movie formula. Yeah, what it did do differently is make every scene underwater, and thus it yeah. became one of the most expensive movies ever made. <laughs> and it's like, sure, having a snarky main character is cool, but I'd rather just watch an Iron Man movie because Tony Stark's more entertaining, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I, I actually like. I actually liked Arthur more than Tony Stark. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, I suppose there's enough um, of a level of personal opinion uh, to that. What what fucking world do we live in now, where all the the DC meatheads are like, Aquaman's fucking badass, dude. I mean, he's kind of always been kind of well, cool they in like the comics and whatnot. I don't even I don't even hate him as a character. I just it's, like everyone made fun of like Aquaman for the Aquaman. longest time. Now people, he's he's fucking Jason Momoa. He's a wrestler. He's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, because that's. I feel like they did go. I feel like they did go out of their way to make Aquaman look cool. Which, to be fair, I mean, it can be kind of easy to rag on Aquaman. So yeah, like sure, they did make they did make it entertaining. I didn't really know what to expect going into it because I kind of went and watched it on a whim, because I was going to a movie on um, on Christmas Day and there wasn't really like a lot airing. I'm like, "Eh, Aquaman might be fun, but uh, yeah, it it wasn't bad year for movies. Uh, On Christmas Day, you mean you didn't want to see Holmes and Watson? Uh, I'm not. I'm not even sure if that was air. No, it was airing in the theater that I was at. And uh, yeah, no, I didn't want to watch it. I was, I was just like, nah. You should have just stayed home and watched Bird Box. True. <laughs> then I could uh, go put a blindfold on, go do dumb shit, and then go on the internet. True. Ah, I, I remember the game that I've been playing. Just yell Bird Box yeah. challenge. Go do some stupid shit. Easy. What are you been playing? I'm playing uh, replaying Skyrim. Oh One game. Right. On which system? I need. Did to you know. play it on your toaster this time? <laughs> yeah, you know, really got that toaster, upgraded toaster. Bethesda's just branching out a lot with what they put Skyrim on these days. Yeah, I always yeah. play those at friends' houses, like, a little bit. Like, a lot of times they have it on console or whatever, so I'll start a new file that I'm only going to end up playing for, like, half an hour or an hour or something. And when you're only going that long, it's very fun to just, like, be a genocidal maniac. Oh, yeah. Because like, you don't have to give a damn about the consequences. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, like, I remember... Skyrim's a great game. Really I is. killed the dog with a pool cue. And <laughs> <days>. <laughs> Biggest problem with Skyrim is just the combat's like not great, but everything else is fun. Yeah, fair. I also don't like. I mean, it's not really a problem with the game that they just like milk it to death. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's more it's, just it sold well and it yeah. keeps selling well, so they're like yeah. Like, not I'm not like I'm not like saying it's an issue with the game, but it's just like the game will never go away. Just when you think that maybe it'll start fading away from relevance. It's, Relevance will be like, oh, we're gonna remake it on this now. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, sure, well, I guess. Like, it seems like they're almost. It seems like they're out of stuff to remake. Yeah, it I mean, they're done. You'd now, think, they did... but then they'll just like delay yeah, was, Elder Scrolls you know Six until like the PS7, and then we're just gonna get constant ports of Skyrim until. Well, if it sells well, I mean, I, mean, the, 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 I don't know. The only place we can really go next is just Skyrim Mobile. Yeah, I wouldn't well, put it past them. Like, and I'm not. Well, but they, they I'm already not saying it's last... like bad for them to do like it's totally smart for them to do it's just i'm just so burnt out of skyrim at this point yeah well would you prefer fallout 76 
no, I can't say I would. <laughs> I'd prefer they just either made a good game or uh, stop remaking no, not the one happen. good game they've made in the last like. If 10 they're gonna years. use their twenty-five-year-old engine, still not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. I'm not gonna hold my breath. That's for sure. Yeah, they said Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six are using like, I'm actually engine. They still just... have time to change, but you know. Yeah. Will they? Doubt it. All right, so uh, I think we're wrapped for segment one then, right? I believe so. so. Unless anyone else has anything they want to add. Oh yeah, uh, I'll add a couple quick things because we talk movies. I saw Vice. Vice was weird. Uh, it's. Right. It, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad movie, but like, it's got a weird comedic tone to it, which I'm like, uh, I wonder what's going on here. And I looked at the director, and it's uh, Adam. Big short guy. Something it's or other. Pa- yeah, big. Period, big sh- dude. Big short guy, like he. The other things he's directed are like Will Ferrell movies, <laughs> like oh. Step Brothers and uh, like Talladega Tal- Nights and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, huh. that makes a little more sense. Uh, I watched Old Boy for the first time the other day. That movie is incredible. I mean, you've probably seen Old Boy, but if you haven't, go watch it. That's <laughs> it. Okay, great. So we will see you all after the musical break uh, with uh, some listener questions. So, um, Keegan, Keegan, what? it's your turn to, to sing what? sing the listener break song sing now. Sing No, you can't make me do this. I'm being held here against my will. I'm being held here against my will. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Emblem Cast. This is segment two, where we address your listener questions. If you want to send us a listener question, you can send an email to emblemcast at gmail.com, or you can join our Discord server with a link in the description. And uh, we have a special channel all for listener questions. You can just pop one in whenever you want, and we take a look at them when we record this uh, to pick the best ones, or sometimes the only ones, uh, or just you know make fun of Devin there, uh, and we will read it on the show. So, without further ado, our first question is from uh, Hobo slash Devin with an I. He asks, how long do you think it'll take heroes to die out? Uh, and less directly, thoughts on your current, on the current state of the game, how it can be fixed. All right, Hustler, very... why, don't, why, don't you, why don't you answer that question? Yeah, <laughs> so as the resident non-heroes player uh, who kind of got bored of it after like a couple weeks and still sees people playing it like years later, I think it will never die. I think it will be Skyrim. Like, when we all move on to Google Glasses and just have that headset always to our head, the entire you know, planet is going to be submerged in water. The population is going to be like in the double digits, and people are still going to be playing fucking Fire Emblem Heroes. They're still going to be wanting more Camilla alts or some shit. Like, <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of six. Camilla alts, this is a very interesting time to have yeah, this question topical. asked. Who boy? I'm, pers- I'm personally actually pretty still satisfied with the game. Yeah, I mean, I thought the beast stuff was great, and then they had to go and add, like, 
one of the worst seasonal banners I've ever seen, but you know. You know what? I, it's still still better than a drift. I mean, that's that's not saying much because a drift was I, probably the single dumbest decision they've ever made, and I'm actually impressed though? that people thought it was a good idea. I didn't think it was a good idea, but like, they, it wasn't that bad. I hate everything about a drift. A little bit, and maybe our listeners do. Uh, so a drift is basically just a random weird banner, basically just. It's, yeah, it's like well, both uh, horns. It's like alts and Makoto. Yeah, it's wow. it's also it's like themed. Vala. It's um, it's themed on like a young Azura in Vala or something like that, uh, and it's like in a dream world. It's one conceptually just weird and stupid. Yeah. And two, it was an excuse for them to throw two more Corrin alts and a Camilla alt because they felt like and it, Azura. I guess. And Azura. Which is on its own wasn't a big deal to me. Getting the Azura alt with a drift like that was a okay, especially since it was free for one. But then yeah, like free range for the was cool. yeah free range dancer a okay with me. But then they followed up with like the next legendary hero. I think it was the next one was um, two, two after it. Was, it, was, it, was, it was a few after. It was yeah, but it wasn't very long. It was like a month or two, and we get well, no, another was, Azura. A drift was November. January was it was uh, no, no no it was December. She was December. It basically December goes into it goes into January. But the banner came out in December, so there were two two. It was it was a little over a month, month and a half we'll say. But it's just, and then not to mention that you know, um, legendaries are also just ridiculously good to no one's surprise. Yeah, I mean this new one just annoys me more than anything. Yeah. I've kind of stopped caring. Like it, it annoys I just hate me. You, countering know, the stupid you know what thing. my, you know what my least favorite part about this banner is? Oh yeah. The fact. Okay, so Husser, as you, you probably don't know this, they just announced a new banner the other night, and um, it's based off of the uh, from like the the my castle thing in Fates. It's based off of the bathhouses or the hot springs or well, whatever. Well, yeah, bathhouses are like a, a Japanese thing too. too. Yeah. yeah. So all it's, the characters not... are just like in towels. Like it's not that bad, but the thing that annoys me is that all four units in this and Camilla who's the free tempest trial unit, all of them are mounted and they're just wearing a towel. <laughs> yeah. So, so wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's really it's a Fire Emblem Heroes banner based yeah. on Fate's characters, based on the bathhouse where they are only wearing towels. Did they yep. like yes. design that to make me hate it? Like maybe read my so. brain and just formulate the perfect thing for me to just despise with every yeah, fiber. Th- I mean, probably. Also all the units look like shit. There's no legendary weapons like uh, they're all fucking dagger units that, and one. Yeah, well, I will say Ryoma's lance like seems shit? interesting. Do they look like Elowood? No, the what art's actually pretty good. Um at least yeah, for some fine. of them, anyway. I like Sakura's art quite a bit. I actually like it. I like their artists, so I like the art. Hinoka's art Sakura. isn't bad. It really annoys me that Hinoka is a green-colored dagger when she's literally throwing buckets of water on people. Why would she not be a blue dagger? I don't know. Is there any reason, rhyme or reason behind the coloring of daggers and bows? I don't know. Flora's, no. a, red, Flora's a red dagger because she's bad, and red is bad. Yeah, it's like the person who's got like ice powers. Flora's They're red like, red we're going to go red for her. Fire. Right? I mean, what? that could be like a little bit too meta, though. Because, I mean, more prominently, she has ice powers, and they're like, oh, a blue yeah. kind of makes some sense. Let's or we just can talk just about flip how... a coin, and we'll see what that's happens. How she sets banner. herself on fire. It's super effective against her. I mean, to be I mean, fair, if you go back to just colored bows in general, like, why why is Linen arbitrarily a green bow? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, really, the color bow. assignment on all of those is just arbitrary. It doesn't really matter. It's unlike tomes. 
Yeah. Um, Tomes, at least, there's a bit I, of rhyme I, or reason, but not really so much with uh, we, the other We one. should discuss with how this banner, fucking Ryoma's just wearing a towel, and he's riding a Pegasus, so that man... I feel bad for him. He's probably not having kids anytime soon. But, you know uh, what? <laughs> but but Hinoka, on the other hand, I mean, I don't know. You got a saddle on there? It might be ye old washing machine. And also, they just are you decided sure he's that... wearing a towel? Are you sure it's not just like the Pegasus feathers bunching around him in an opportune way? Yeah, might, he, I mean, he might have a little bit of a caressing there. You never know. Yeah, I mean, with there's a lot of you know direct of intimate contact. So who who can really say? Mm-hmm. But I mean, despite as much as I will love to rag on this banner more, like I don't think the game's in a terrible state. Uh, I mean, uh, beast uh, units they, are cool. Yeah, beast units were really cool. I mean, I do like how they did transformation, at least in the sense how um, they're not utterly useless. Yeah, they're not utterly useless when they're untransformed. Unlike Parents they are, are still broken, which I like. Is anyone surprised? No, no, no one is. Uh, I pulled a Leanne plus speed Leanne. Yeah, the, I I wanted Leanne and Rayson, but I uh, I just got Tibarn and well, got you'll out. You'll probably get you'll get Rayson. Yeah, Rayson. If they demote like anything, demote. it's going to be Rayson. If they don't demote anything, there's going to be more rioting because we also. Speaking of demoting, the last demote was Silas in September. It's currently Jesus, January. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it that was that's Silas part of why down. the Adrift banner bothers me so much because it was a sort of a lull between um, at least last year it was sort of a lull between um, our uh, long string of seasonal banners. Where we got, I don't remember what was demoted off the top of my head. I'd have to look, but I know we got a demote between the banner before Halloween and then the banner after it. So it made the, the gap between like you know Christmas and New Year's feel less bad. And now they've okay. made not only had a drift to make it worse, they added another seasonal banner in after this one. So if they don't demote anything on the Beast banner, which honest to God can't say is impossible. Who knows when the hell we're going to get a demote, because the yeah. next two banners are seasonal. We have yeah. this bathhouse one, and then after this is going to be Love Abounds 2. So, I will say, but I mean, okay, besides cool. this... So let's move this, on to the next question, please. Can I say I one more myself. thing? <laughs> okay, yeah, besides, this, besides this beast banner, uh, for the most part, like... Do you remember how broken the seasonal banners and stuff were last year? Oh, totally, like, dude. I mean, that was crazy. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, the the really good units have been saved mostly for legendary heroes now, like yeah. Azura and stuff like that, which is really annoying, because they are... Like, They're even more difficult to get. They're the most difficult heroes to pull in the game. You really? only get, like, <laughs> one shot for a week every few months. Yeah, and it's it's, it's 8%, but you're sharing it with two other units, yeah. and you might get fucking Fiorm instead of Azura. <laughs> right. Who the fuck's Fiorm? Yeah, d don't worry about it. You don't, don't worry know. about it. You don't want to know. Book 2 is a mess. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Hobo has a bunch of questions here. The next one is, thoughts on Valkyria Chronicles? I will start. I have seen Theo play it for like half an hour, and honestly, it looked cool, but I, I haven't played it myself, so I don't have any thoughts. Really Aaron good. loves it. I haven't played it. It's really I good. I've played it, and I it's an, it's one of those games where, for some unknown arbitrary reason, I stopped playing it like twice. Like I yeah. started well, I playing it. I took a break for like Codename Steam though. Yeah, I took a break for like months, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll guess I'll play it again, but I don't remember anything that happened. So I'm gonna start over, and I'll start from the beginning, and I'll beat it this time. And then I didn't beat it that time, so I've never finished the game. So unless yeah. the game ends terribly, I do really, really like it. Like, the gameplay Forges of it is super out. solid. I have wanted yeah, to buy it. it. It's another one of those, like, I'll probably buy it when it goes on sale at some yeah. point. 
because okay, I think cool. I want to say it's like forty bucks right now, and I don't really want to fork over forty bucks. Yeah, especially so when the Fury is out. But yeah, gameplay is... super solid. Highly recommend the game. <laughs> All right, the next. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. The yeah, next so back question... to heroes. The ne- no, <laughs> the next question is: What do you expect to see out of Fire Emblem Expo? Now, of course. As an expert uh, and renowned, uh, you know, for my knowledge on this show, I, of course, know what right, that so is Sheffin. and everything about it. But maybe, uh, Sheffin, you could explain it to our viewers who might yeah, not know. I don't know what that is either. Who might have but, no idea uh, uh, what's fi- going on. Uh, so the Fire Emblem Expo is basically a, going to be just an exclusive event in Japan. That's pretty much... Oh, right. It's basically like a PAX, PAX or something, PAX event, but, sold, hmm. but in Japan and solely dedicated to only Fire Emblem. Huh. It's happening. Well, they'd in, probably uh, drop a new Three Houses trailer or something. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna yeah, say. Probably. It's in what May or March? I think. I, can't I feel remember. like it's sooner than May. So I think it's March. I could be wrong though. I don't remember. Whenever this direct happens in late February, or sorry, late January, early February, we'll probably get a Three Houses trailer then too. So if it's after that, then yeah, we'll probably get a trailer. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're almost certainly going to use it to announce something. I don't know what. Probably three houses. Maybe they have a curveball for us or something. If they're doing an FE6 Echoes soon, which is not a given at all, but if they are, that might be where they announce it. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's definitely May. Looked it up. It's coming. It's May. In May. Okay. It's May so, yeah. I asked, yeah. That, I mean, th- at that point, we probably will probably hopefully. I don't want to say probably because who the hell knows? But hopefully, yeah. we'll have a bit more solid information on three houses. And maybe that'll be either a time for, like, you know, final bits of information, or maybe they'll have a, another game for us or something. Maybe, like, another second Echoes if they decide to go that route or something. We're going to get something significant announced. That's almost certain, honestly. I would be surprised if you get through the entire expo and nothing major happens. I mean, yeah. they have to have something. Oh, like, yeah. Like, they won't be like, they wouldn't just be like, oh, let's have this big expo gonna, and then just not do it. They're going <laughs> to yeah. announce yeah. Fire Emblem Immortal, Immortal, which is like Fire Emblem <laughs> Heroes, but worse. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe we'll get a Fire Emblem Three Heroes port on the Switch with playable character Lucina. That's a that's a that's a meme. You just yeah, did an IGN reference. meme. <laughs> yeah, I just did a meme. All right. All right. Let's move on. What to... do you? Uh... Oh wait, no, that's the last question. Let's get forth. You have to play babysitter slash designated driver for one drunk Fire Emblem character of your choice. Who's your pick? I would choose Loptier because that would be hilarious. As uh, yeah. the drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's also probably really dangerous, but yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, it might there might just be some random genocide or something, you know. Well, you know, if I'm driving him home, maybe he won't genocide. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hopefully. The, yeah, that's still a big maybe. <laughs> yeah, your odds of survival honestly don't look great. I feel like this is an easy pick, but Hector, I mean. Hector seems want... like he'd be fucking fun to be drunk with. He, he like does. But I guess you're taking car. care of him. Yeah, do you Fuck, really I guess you're taking care of him. I don't, yeah, I don't want to have to be, like, the babysitter. I already, I already fucking deal with that enough. I don't want to be the babysitter yeah. of someone more obnoxious than my roommate. That's You'd, true. like, try to walk him home, and he'd, like, punt you through the wall. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not really looking for that. He's a big man. He's intimidating. I'm scared of him. I don't want to mess with a drunk Hector. That doesn't sound like it goes well if he gets in his bad Yo, side. Yo, how about, how about Cam- Camus? Because then I could finally get my way with him. Camus that... is terrible, though. You'll take him, you know, you'll let him crash at your apartment, and then he'll wake up the next morning with no memory, and he'll, like, try to kill you. <laughs> yeah. like, you know? yeah, he'll he put on you? a mask and talk about, like, yeah. like saving his continent or something. But, I mean, that's what happens to me and all my significant others. So it's They, just, uh, they run off to save the continent? What a dude with a mask. 
like steals. Yeah, them. they they put on a mask and they think I won't recognize them, and then they try to kill me. You know, I've heard that if your lover like doesn't return your affection, there's this thing called the dark sphere that you can use, and it like totally helps you out of all. The <laughs> yeah, problems. I mean, my buddy Harden used it. It looked see, it went pretty well for him. Didn't yeah, he like, I would recommend it. after that? Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, really worked out for him. yeah. He de- yeah definitely worked out yeah. for him. Purely positive. Nothing bad ever happened. Yeah, I haven't played FE12, so. Or FE3. Okay. Well, uh, spoiler alert: something bad happened. That's the yeah, joke. I know that. <laughs> he goes. He goes. I mean, the bad thing that happens is he goes from a cavalier to a general. Like yeah, that, that's pretty. Yeah, like that. That. how do you come back from that? Honestly, <laughs> that's it really, true. Really, just go downhill after yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, how do you go downhill further from that? Does he become a ballistician? He can oh. become a bow general. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be Don't rough. Even... Don't even joke. Someone give him the Parthia. <laughs> anyway, part five. Uh, do you think there'll be in the same A team, B team split into the development of three houses? Man, I don't fucking know. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> we don't even know that anyone from team A still works there. Like we know, I mean, Yeah, we know so little house. about it. Like, it'd be yeah. hard to, like, make any sort of assumptions on it just it would just all really be arbitrary because i mean we know mm-hmm. almost nothing all, about it all, all we know is that there was a team a and tb yeah and, and, we, and, and they had differing a, views if there is the, that split again and you know they're both just kind of like fighting it out like they seem to be in fate at the very least it seems like they found a better balance not that we know yet obviously but like from the trailer like you know the continent has a name they're focusing on some world building yeah. That would sort of be the Team A stuff. The sort of Team B stuff seems much more, like, not screwed up. Not that we know yet, of course, but, like, you know, if it's, like, the school or the whatever, like, that it has the potential to not be fucked up. We'll see. Uh, okay, next question is, favorite food to order at 3 a.m.? Trick question. Hello, Everything's guys. Everything's closed Easy. at 3 a.m. So not if you live just... in New York. No. Actually, no. I, I was going to give an answer and then a short story with it, but I do think they are closed, but I'll still give it anyway, because it happened Halal like a few guys. days ago. Easy. What's that? It's called Halal called Guys. Uh, see, my favorite food is called Going Back the Fuck to Sleep. Um. Yeah, fair. And uh, I would have done that, except uh, like I think it was, I want to say it was last Friday from right now, as of the time of recording. I was. It was like one thirty. In the morning, and my roommate had been out drinking, and he yeah. came back I hope home. He's of legal age. Y- yes, he is of legal Which age. Which Fire Emblem character is he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he came. He uh he came back home probably like around one thirty, and then um just for a frame of reference from my perspective, our apartment is laid out with um his room and our all our living room and everything on the bottom floor, and then the top floor is my other roommate and my my room. So he comes upstairs. He's knocking on my roommate's door, asking if he oh, wants to oh, go wait, to Taco wait. Bell. Oh wait, wait. Is Tyler on the bottom floor? Because he's yes. the bottom bitch. Yes. You can tell him that. Fact. You can tell him I said God, that. He already knows. He's got the poverty room. He's well aware. Right. He has the smallest room in the house. But uh, he goes and he knocks on my roommate's door, who, keep in mind, doesn't have a car, can't drive, and asks if he wants to um, wants to go to Taco Bell. And I know he's drunk. I know he went out drinking. And uh, I'm like, well, I don't know how this is gonna go. Because if this motherfucker tries to drive himself. And keep in mind, yeah, it had true. just snowed today, because I live in the Midwest. Snow shit. So the roads were awful, because I'd like finished snowing a couple hours ago. There weren't like plows or anything out yet, so roads were god-awful. How right? are you going to get your corn? Not now. It's a little cold for that. True. But um, And then he decided he didn't want to go, so he came over to my door and asked me if I wanted to go. And he's like, hey, do you want to go to Taco Bell? And I'm like, okay. 
who are who's driving? He's like, oh, I'm driving. I'm like, are you sober? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm driving. So good choice. Yeah, uh, so I'm like, I'm not gonna. And then he's like, he'll pay. I'm like, all right, let's go. So yeah, I drove him in god awful streets in this god awful weather at like 1:30 in the morning to Taco Bell because he wanted food and he was plastered and there was zero percent chance I was letting him drive himself there. Yeah. Because I wouldn't trust him on those roads sober, let alone shit faced. It is Tyler we're talking about. Yeah, who is uh not the brightest person. No. No, he plays tracer, dude. <laughs> You're being toxic. Say- I am very often awake at 3 a.m., and I'm very often hungry then. Uh, I won't comment on the drunk part of it uh, to preserve my dignity. <laughs> but yeah. I'll usually so anyway, it was cook. 3 a.m., and I was, I was snorting some crack cocaine. And... <laughs> I was injecting some black tar heroin, just <laughs> as you do. <laughs> normal Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. No. That's not true. I was just tripping balls. <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, yeah, I usually fun. cook because. Oh, I you got that own... acid I sent you? Nice. <laughs> right, I have my own deep fryer, so I can just like make all sorts of greasy drunk food myself, nice. super easily. Yeah. Like I made fried chicken last night; it was awesome. That sounds really good. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust a drunk, drunk me to operate a deep fat fryer at all. <laughs> I wouldn't trust a sober me to do that. Fair. Well, I do it so much; it's kind of like automatic now. Which yeah. is maybe not good dates. for my health, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm young. It'll bounce back. All right. Uh, Advance, one. You're young. Advance Wars got their trademark renewed recently. I think that means anything. I think it doesn't because I think they just renew the trademark when it's about to. Yeah, expire. I was gonna say yeah. the same thing. It's like they, that's just so no one else can steal steal yeah. the property. I mean, it, it could it could just don't get your hopes up. That's that's what I would say. Yeah, like there could be something going on, but if there is, I don't think it really has anything to do with the trademark getting renewed. Right. Don't like, yeah. Don't get high expectations because you're probably gonna end up disappointed. Basically, or you'll, yeah. forget, or you'll just forget about it, and then you can't be disappointed. True. You can't be disappointed if you forget it was a thing. True. So yeah, you do you, you just like intelligent was, systems did. Even if one's <laughs> dying wish was that no one ever make another Advance Wars game again. They would still renew the trademark for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. And Husser was there on his deathbed, so he. Yes. Yeah, so he, so. he's well, got he's got plug. insider information. None of us have. Who do you think pulled the plug? <laughs> <laughs> Husser, how could that you? was his last message? Yeah. He's like, understood. I'll yeah. see it done, and then just right at the wall, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah he, he's he like, fire he alarm is the only intelligence system I be. <laughs> yeah. Someone walked in with a with a Game Boy and they were playing Advance Wars, and he said, "That's it. Pull the plug. I'm done." <laughs> Couldn't handle it. A little Couldn't bit too much. Alright, yeah. so question nine for Mobius is why hasn't Sheffin started screaming XCOM Long War of a la Beagle Rush? No, I don't know what that means. XCOM, the first one, the really good one. Long War is the mod that expands upon everything. And then a la Beagle Rush, Beagle Rush is the biggest XCOM streamer. And basically, Long War sucks. So that's why you won't ever see me. Damn. So I hate our stream it. Damn, damn! And, I thought and you XCOM may not be able to answer this, Shefin, but I feel compelled to ask. Rush is the dog from Mega Man, and Beagle is a type of dog. So, is his profile picture like a Beagle version of Rush? Because no. that would be amazing. It is not. <laughs> I'm lucky. Such a shame. If any of our <laughs> listeners are artists uh, and you feel compelled to, uh, you know, make that that Beagle version of Rush art, 
uh, we will link to it on the show and say your name and thank right. you. And, and Huster's I been will... looking for a new fursona, so that, no. that'll work out for him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. God. No. But I will uh, send you Devin's collection of porn. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. You, you think I share that? that with you? That's impressive. Oh man, Devin. Well, you're he keeps really sharing tracking. it. Devin. You'll never guess the password. It's six nine six nine. Damn, I was for sure it was password. I thought I thought it was I thought it was eight eight zero zero eight. No, come on, we all know. No, it's eight zero zero eight five. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so Zerk Monster Hunter asks, "What is your opinion on all eight Fast and Furious movies? I have never seen them, and yeah, I am a better person for it." Yeah, I have never so seen any of them either. I had to once because all eight. No, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, no. Back to back. Yeah, I was Marathon like Clockwork it? Orange. <laughs> I had my yeah. eyes strapped open. Uh, just no, spend um, a day watching Fast and Furious. We had a we had an exchange like student staying with us, and she wanted to see it, so we we like. She oh. Yeah, no. Did you did like you that. reach an S support with her? Yeah, I married her, and then our children from the future showed up. <laughs> yep, that is totally what happened. Are you sure you yeah. didn't stick him into an alternate universe with the age faster? Yeah. Did you try that one? Yeah, he did that, but he just left him there. So they're dead now. <laughs> so they're like yeah, seventy I, years old now. Yeah. <laughs> I left them there. You left nothing, them there for a couple days too long. They're overcooked. Movies. I left them there with nothing but all eight Fast and the Furious movies. So I assume <laughs> that they've long since gone insane. <laughs> yeah, so you just don't go there anymore, I assume, yeah? So when, uh, they come, when, they, when they come back, he's just like, you know, at the end of the day, it's just all about family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Anyway, because I had to see it, I learned that it's sort of self-parodying, but also not very funny or entertaining, and all the stunts look terrible, because they're, like, ridiculous. Like, the one I saw, they had a car drive out of a skyscraper and fall like 20 floors and then land in another skyscraper and they were just like fine like it's just dumb and it's not the fun kind of dumb yeah so, i mean uh, it's kind of, it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to do stunts and whatnot with cars i think i've heard like six or seven is the best i, I know they get like more interesting as they go along because it gets kind of like you said self-parodying Anyway, uh, we should probably move on because this has nothing to do with fire yeah. <laughs> at all. Well, there's one last question I can answer in a sentence. I, I know none of you guys watch JoJo. Kellogg asks, uh, after more than a season so far, how is Golden Wind shaping up compared to the previous parts? So I'm a big JoJo fan, as you know. I actually, surprisingly, I have not watched any of Part 5's anime. I've heard really, really good things about it. I, I watched the first episode and I enjoyed it, but I just haven't gotten around to watching it more but i'll get around to it at some point and let you know but i would be surprised if i don't like it because i've heard almost exclusively good things okay cool so we will see you all in segment three when uh, we discuss our fascinating main topic for the episode and oh keeping it a secret oh uh, yeah all right but I I'll, I'll give you a hint it's going to be very ponderous it sucks and it, it might sucks. be a little sandy. It sucks. Well, dude, that's just fucking Is it rough and coarse and does it get everywhere? Yep. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Yes, that's and right. Little... Our main topic for this episode is the Star Wars prequels. It's Good. the prequels. It's always Good. the prequels. Yeah. It's, it's, everything's always the prequels. 
Is that what Fates is? Yes. It's the prequels, man. It's just it's the, prequels the prequels of Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how'd All you right. know? Welcome back to Emblem Cast. Today we are going to be talking about, as was earlier hinted at, desert maps. Because they have actually been a staple of the series since uh, Gaiden, I guess. Because FE1 all had the same map. Uh, oh, Gaiden web, had right? swamp maps. <laughs> Gaiden did have hey, swamp maps. They had maps. desert maps <laughs> and yeah, swamp maps, if I you weren't annoyed enough. Yeah, FE1 had desert, because there was that one gar there, the Garnet map. Oh yeah, there, there's okay, like a desert I, map. I've never played it. Uh, but I thought all of the maps were like green, but I guess not. Okay, so yeah, they've been in every they're game. They're different though. different shades of green. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I know they all like play the same music for like all twenty maps. Yeah, and you go. God, insane. that would make me want to go insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should start there because only Sheffin knows anything about it. So. Well, I mean, you could talk about the FE one desert just by talking about the FE eleven desert. Well, yeah, I was gonna say we can talk about yeah, Battle Dragon too. Yeah, they're the same map. I've played a bit. I haven't gotten that far in Shadow Dragon, though. I don't know. I, I pretty vaguely remember that map. I don't remember it being as obnoxious as some of the other desert maps, but, I mean, it's still a desert map, and it's still kind of annoying. I mean, is it pretty sure if map? I remember right, there's, um, pretty, at least I know in, in 12, isn't there, like, a, a village in the top right corner that you kind of have to go to, and it's really important? Because I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, Minerva's well, so, there. Well, so, I, I mean... Okay, most people listening to this should know, but in case they don't, should we talk about the restraints of desert maps and how they sort of change gameplay? Oh yeah, right, so yeah. desert maps basically if you're foot if you're a foot infantry unit or a or on a horse, your movement is severely restricted, usually to about one to three tiles. Usually mm -hmm. depends. If you are a infantry magic user, your mute or a thief, your movement's unrestricted. Well actually thieves have half the penalties. And then if you're flying you you don't care. Yeah, flying doesn't know what a penalty is. Yeah. So no. yeah. flyers, they really are just you know. So they're not. They don't. They needed a buff, emblem, you know. They needed. The yeah, buff. flyers weren't strong yeah. enough, so you had to make sure they were one of your only options on desert maps. Yeah. But. And often, although not always, there will be hidden treasure that you have to find by looking up a guide online. Yeah, it's, so it's, a it's absolute just bullshit. That stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Does, the desert, the, the impeded movement is like, all right, you know, this could be this could be an interesting tactical. Well, thing. it's even worse in the GBA and uh, Tellius games. Like, it's I, I don't remember like percentage chance based on your luck or something. But if you're a thief, it's a hundred percent chance. Some, yeah, I don't remember. It's something like that. But basically, you thief. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, just you bring a to, thief and you walk around yeah. until you hopefully find everything. Yeah, but thieves and then still you, yeah. have a bit of a restriction, so you usually get a flyer to. Yeah, you usually just have a flyer, and... carry your thief around, grab all the shit, which means, in doing so, that means you have one of your likely few combat units restricted to ferrying a thief around to grab stuff. Which does have actual penalties. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's just one of those things, like, desert maps, just in general, with uh, ignoring, ignoring the whole, like, random item crap, I feel like. A lot of desert maps are actually pretty good maps if you take out the desert, if you take out the random item stuff. Alright, especially Arcania. FE6's desert we'll, map. We'll get there. Also I, we'll Fog get there. of War. <laughs> we will get there. 
like yeah fe4 at like half part of its map is in the desert and it's like that's some of the best map design in that game honestly because you've got to focus on taking out the like sentry mages while you're getting swarmed by wyverns like it's really interesting oh, are we talking about chapter five only yeah, the chapter the, five is, the, the, the yeah. chapter chapter you... seven desert can go oh no chapter, <laughs> chapter seven can go fuck itself yeah sideways yeah. with a tree branch but chapter yeah. five is actually the problem is it's fe4 so once you like deal with it you kill everything you you know wipe your the sweat off your brow and sigh and relief then you've got to trudge through the fucking desert for like seven turns yeah, yeah we get should mention by the map. way that uh, Thracia seven seven six doesn't have desert maps, further proving that it's the greatest FE game ever created. I mean, yeah, Thracia's definitely better for it, in my opinion. I, no, I do not. Thracia has a desert map. It's, uh, Does it? Yeah, two X. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> technically, that's a desert. That's map. the first fog of war map too, right? Yeah, man, desert and fog of war. Isn't that one like islands though? Yeah, it's not well, very it's, deserty. It's, yeah, yeah, but it's pretty much all desert too. Like, there, At least it's only can't. one map early in the game, so like, yeah. you can't it's not as long and tedious as some of the others. It's still long and tedious, but yeah, that map sucks anyway. But yeah. I mean, it, it's a perfect game. What? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> nothing wrong with it at all. Nothing wrong. Yeah, you have to capture the boss without any indication, but yep. perfect game. <laughs> perfect game. Yeah, I will say in Path of Radiance, it's totally unrelated to the desert mechanic, but in its desert map. Uh, there's something interesting where you get a lot of bonus experience for not killing the enemies because they're sort of sympathetic, so you want to like avoid killing them. It does Wait, which map? Times. Which map? The desert map. The one of it's the one with all the lagoos. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I actually didn't know that. I've played Have that. Have you chapter. not even made it to chapter like? No, no, seven. that's like 14 or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. 15 maybe. Yeah, I, I played that. 14. Okay, I I just didn't know that. The 16 is the one that sucks massive balls, and 15 is yeah. in between. Six, is 16 the one that's four parts, or is yeah. that 17? That's 17. No, that's oh, yeah. Parts. Yeah, yeah. Wait. I'm pretty sure it's 16. Not 17. Yeah, I'm it doesn't matter. We'll get to it next it episode. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so then GBA has, I think, the best and worst examples of how to do it in some ways. Because, uh, well, FE7 is just boring. You just like sit there while Pent kills everything. It's not really worth talking about. Yeah. FE8, though... It has sort of two strips of desert. It has like a strip of desert in the middle, but the it's the map where the armies reunite with each other. So you have Erica's people on top and Erica's oh, that's people right. on the bottom. Was that 15? I uh, think so. Something yeah, like I think that. So. Yeah, Give or take chapter. Sand, I think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's widely cited as one of the better examples of a desert map. And part of it is that like only half of it's desert. And that's like a fair reason for it. But it's also... There's a strip of desert in the middle that's like an obstacle. Like, it is impeding your progress. You have to plan around it. But mm -hmm. it's not just, you know, you're thinking about it. You're thinking about, how do I deal with that strip of desert? You're not just, okay, let's play the same map, but at, like, a quarter the speed because everyone's fucking slower. Like, right. it's a lot more interesting that way. And you do have to be on both ends of the map, too, because you have to kill, uh, spoiler alert if you care, Kalak and uh, Valter. And they're both on opposite corners of the map. So you do have to traverse most of the map. Because if you start on one side, getting to the other, getting to one of the others is inconvenient. Like if you're on Erica's, if you're on Erica's route, it's easier to get to Kalak, and if you're on Ephraim's route, it's easier to get to Valter. Yeah, and whoever you didn't play is only going to have a few units, so you will probably want to relieve them, right? Uh, with you know help, they probably need it, but even if they don't, they will appreciate it, which sort of plays into going back and forth. 
Whereas FE6... Ooh, boy, Arcadia's awful. Um, people who heard me describing getting ambushed by wyverns over and over again in FE4 probably uh, sounded familiar to them, because FE6 has that. It also has the hidden treasure items. It also has Fog of War. It also has a 20-turn limit to get the Gaiden chapter. It also has a unit, you get that chapter, so you can't undeploy her, uh, called Sophia, who is garbage, even if you train her up. And she's like an S, but just like awful. Um, with no, with, she's an S without so, good yeah. growths, which means and she's terrible. And you have terrible. to keep her alive to get the Gaiden chapter. And you have to take her basically the to the room. gate, too. Keep in mind. To get to the Gaiden room. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you need which, the guiding. That game is game's infamous infamous for a lack of guiding rings. Yeah, so you like really need that guiding ring. If you only, uh, though, if you only train tall, then it's like ah, oh, that's yeah. I suppose if you don't use the mages, you don't really need it. You could just yeah. not get it. But I mean, if you're boost. using anyone else, if you're using any of the other mages, or you're using Saul and Clarine or something like that, you need that ring. Which means it's even more annoying to have to drag her around, and not to mention there are status staves too. There's sleep staves in the in the desert because they weren't quite annoying enough. Yet. And like, yes, you can use your flyers to ferry people around, but you need to be ferrying Roy. You need to be ferrying Sophia. You need to be making sure that your flyers don't get doubled because, like, um, what's the word? Sorry. They they either have to worry about getting doubled or they do like six damage because it's Shauna and like what the hell is she gonna do to anyone yeah. with more than zero defense? And let's not forget there are uh, there's just a small handful of dragons hiding in the desert too, just in case you weren't annoyed enough yet. Oh fuck, that's right. I f I haven't played that map. Wow, I forgot about that. Just in case you weren't annoyed enough yet, there's I think two or three dragons. One fairly close to your spawn that's like right to the north, and then one that's uh, south of the exit. But you kind of need to at least go near him because the I believe it's the warp staff that's down there as a hidden item, and uh you know it's the warp staff so you kind of uh, want it. But don't worry, if the fog of war is bothering you, you can wait it out because after twenty turns it'll go away. Oh, but wait, now you miss the guidance chapter. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, now Which, that as we you know, is a requirement end. for yeah true endings in FE six. Yeah, it's basically like spitefully, <laughs> like ha, we'll take you, help you out now. Now we'll help you now that we've locked you out of the the true ending of the game, moron. You should have known there was a 20-turn limit. Why didn't you look it up on the wiki? You already did, because you had to look up where all the items were, because <laughs> God forbid you actually know where they are. Yeah. Uh, so what else? So Gaiden and Shadows of Valencia, both of their desert maps are just, like, awful and slow, but that's, yeah, like, but all that's Gaiden every maps. map in that game. <laughs> yeah. Celica's so route just has some really awful maps. I mean, so, like... So, okay, so, like, there's the desert maps that are particularly awful and the swamp maps that are particularly awful. The forest and boat maps are still, like, Gaiden maps, but they're a lot better. It's not fair that Celica gets both of the awful ones yeah. at all. That desert map is fucking atrocious. The one, I, I don't Greece remember what Fortress. it's called. but you're... Is it Greece, Greece Citadel or the one with the wolf and all the archers? Because, uh, I mean, honestly, neither of them are really fun. I, I honestly well, I, hate I'm wolves more, but I can't say I have fun with Greece Citadel. So yeah. Though my issue with Greece Citadel are less of a desert issue, because the desert's really not a very big deal in that map, but it's much more annoying on wolves. Because you have so little room to work with, and there's just a, a room with like a dozen archers that'll just shoot you if you get within five spaces of the of the and entrance. You're leaning so heavily on the Pegasus people yeah. in Salica's route anyway, and it's a desert map, so you need them even more. 
and there's no rescue, so you need them even, even more. Like, it's just... And, like, approaching them on that map is extremely annoying, too, because if you get too close, you're going to get shot by multiple of them at a time. And, yeah. I mean, it only takes, like, between three and four to kill most of be- most of the, your and army. And they have five range. Yeah, and hey, they have five range. At least there's no fucking hidden items on that one. Thank God. That's just yep. one saving grace. The only thing you have to worry about is killing all the archers. It's just the problem is killing all the archers. Uh, Awakening technically has a desert map, but it's like FE7. It's so easy, it doesn't matter. Is there even... which? Uh, there's Yeah, there's the one desert map where you get a Noian... Uh, whatever his name is, Gregor. Yeah. 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 And that one's a pretty uh, whatever yeah, desert map because, I mean, you can get... I mean, there's a pretty long line of unimpeded terrain like right in the middle of the map and the, ch- the chapter yeah. immediately after that is desert as well yeah and that one's that, yeah that one's also a bit annoying because the first few turns can be kind of a slog to get like your army through and you have to get at least Krom through because yeah. you need yeah. him to talk to uh libra and tharja yeah which i mean granted um, you can just pair him with a flyer but i mean you've only got like I think one at this point, unless you've, you've reclassed. Got no, you've got two. You've oh, you have Cordelia. You have two. You have two. Yeah. So I guess that's really yeah, enough for Crom and Rob, and then everyone else can just kind of slowly walk their way there if you want to go that route. I mean, you can, you can use Mar- uh, Muriel or Rickon, too. Right. But, it, but that it, would imply using Rickon. I mean, hey, you know, he can ferry. He can attempt to be useful. Yeah. Just one moment. I suppose if you early promoted either of them, you can use Rescue. That's true. That would be mildly helpful. Alyssa can do the same thing. So yeah. you can you can kind of get around it if you play it play it like that. But it's but still kind of annoying. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Then there's one desert map in Fates, but it's only in Birthright. Yeah, and it's not that bad because wait, the, yeah, what map is that? That's um, it's, like the, it's the Wind Tribe map, and that that one's got oh. a the, yeah, it's got you, the you dragon can, veins that create yeah, grass. Yeah, dragon vein it too. So. Like, so right. it's, disregard yeah. it. But, you know, granted the last last the, the, the last big desert map they did was Radiant Dawn's 4-3. I so, don't actually remember much of that map off the top of my head. It's been a while. So you start in the top left corner with everyone, and, and you need to go to the everyone. bottom right to get Stefan and also to kill Lacane. Honestly, I think that's one of the more, like, I think it's reasonably fun, because you'll, I mean, it's, it's stupid that you could just get like blindsided like if you send like jill and har like to the other armies or it'll just be so fucking annoying but you'll have nasala no matter what and he's a big laguz king flyer person yeah but when the map when the map so he can kind of take the bottom while your others go sort of right and then down and it's not really that bad yeah but when the maps when the map's a route map and it's a desert map and and the enemies a lot of the enemies have one two range. Then it's just oh, like, I forgot its route. Yeah, no, that then, that then, is then really it's bad. just like Nasala doesn't actually kill. There's certain enemy. I think it's like the best Nasala map of part four before the tower. But that's like saying that's, it's the best a, map in Gaiden. It's not a, like yeah, that's a very low bar. Very low bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it's just one of the things. Like normally, route maps route maps normally have their own problems and whatnot. But when you have to route map a giant desert map when so many yeah, of your units are just, just yeah. impeded, yeah. And painfully like, tedious. Why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, route, the, hilariously, and, uh, well, actually, this might be kind of a spoiler, but there's a powerful unit who shows up, but he has like two range because he's a general, <laughs> so he can just like waddle around, like barely moving. 
Yeah, he yeah, but he, when you know, anything walks up to him, they're dead. Yeah, true. But they won't he, he has like this little. He's got like a little three, four tile area where you can't enter. Yeah. And when it's that very map, slowly moves enemies, its way around the map. Yeah. Having the enemies movement impeded is just more annoying for you. Yeah, yeah. means they can't rush you as easily. So yeah. So, yeah, they can't rush you. You can't really rush them. You just kind of slowly walk at each other until you finally enter their range. Yeah. But you know, after that, then it's like, all right. It's like I, the battle I, animations. We're, I think we're. I think we're done. I think. I think it's good that they just decide, like, uh, you know, we're done with desert maps. This, yeah, that's probably or, for the or, best. Or the, or or since or the fact that they just toned them way down. Or yeah. Or had them just. I mean, they've been early in chapters. the last. Yeah, in the last few games, they've been much less obnoxious than they have. I mean, I feel like I think Radiant Dawn was kind of the peak of just mm. stupidity. I think they definitely could. I I disagree, but that doesn't matter. I definitely think they could use it if they just change the mechanics. Like you could make a good desert map, just like use it so that it only gives cavaliers, because and then like don't put it everywhere, so you have to think about it. Yeah. You do that for like one map or two. Don't do any of the hidden treasure shit. Don't do any of the Gaiden or the Fog of War or the whatever. Like, I think you could have a perfectly fun map there, you know, kind of balancing out some of the mounteds a little bit. Yeah, but I that's all like, it should be. And like, if you don't like think the... you can pull it off, just don't do it because it's it's better to avoid the tragedies yeah. of the past. I feel I feel like FE7's desert map in Ellawood's mode is actually pretty good if you if you ignore the hidden treasure bullshit. I feel like that one's like pretty good. Isn't he Hector's? You start in a different spot, which is in yeah. the desert automatically, yeah. and it's fog of war, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's fog of war. But in Ellawood, you stop. You start in the top right, and you actually have a pretty good, pretty big spot of green, patch of green. Right. They can actually move, have some maneuverability at the start. Well, a little. Like you, you start in the patch of green, but like all of the map that's relevant to you is in the desert. Right, but it's, you just kind of watch it kill everything. And enemies yeah. are a lot of enemies are still within range of the green. Actually, both bosses. No, only one boss. The other boss spawns closer to Pentagon. That's right. But, yeah, because Pentagon yeah. just kill it sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, Sand sucks. Anakin was right. Yep. Yeah. Anakin had was right. Kill, kill that was a good preface in between uh, parts there. You know what? Yeah. Kill the sand people. They're animals. Yeah. Not just the men, but the women and the children. And the children. Too. And the younglings. And the, <laughs> oh. And the Jedi. Oh. You know, it just, just it's got it. dark a lot faster. Alright, well, this has been Emblemcast. Yeah, fuck. I mean, do we, we have anything make prequel else to say? Memes. I guess so. It's devolved into that. Yeah. <laughs> we will see you next time with our retrospective of Fire Emblem. Genealogy Gaiden. of the Path of Radiance. Yeah. Genealogy yeah. of a Path of Dawn. Yeah, that one. You heard it right, guys. Next cool. time, we're finally doing that 3 776 retrospective with YouTuber Mangs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, man. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Give us money on Patreon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>